0: The energy's back to good levels, so let's keep it that way. What do you think, G?
1: Yeah, man, we got to keep this energy up. It's springtime, you know?
0: All right, let's do it.
1: One time for my L.A.
2: sisters. <laughs> one,
0: time, one time, Got the spark open up one time. One time, one time, one time. I found places is a virtue. One and I got. Time, when push came to shove.
1: One what? One, one love. One love. One, one love.
0: Welcome back to the Day One Lifestyle and Friends, the podcast, and this is episode number four. Episode four. Welcome back. I'm Muffin Man, a.k.a. Mr. Muffin Man.
1: The Muffin Man. (laughs) I'm I'm Garrett. Garrett, man. Fabs 304. We're back in the building.
0: So yeah, man, how y'all doing today? I know I can't hear y'all, so just, you know, tell me that remotely. Uh, (laughs) But the weather's been good up here. Um, Opening day of baseball is coming up, so I'm excited for that, man. I'm a spring baby.
1: Opening day. March Madness is coming to an end. It's kind of sad, but it's a good time of the year, man.
0: Yeah, man. It's, it was a it was a great uh, season for the West Virginia men's basketball team. Of course, we came up a little short, but you know they they fought hard until the last minute. So I can't I can't say anything bad about them, and I tip my hat to them. What do you think, G? Yeah,
1: man. Uh, you know we both we both picked a homer pick and had WV win it all in our bracket. So my bracket shot, don't think I have any chance of winning anything. But like I said, yeah, I'm not gonna complain at all. They fought hard. We came up a little short, but I, I tell you what, we're this close to next season, so I'm feeling good about that. I just hope the Final Four is good. And I think I got North Carolina the closing it out here. What you thinking, Mo?
0: Um, it's it's up in the air, man, because you know I've, I've watched all these teams play. Of course, I haven't watched them all season, but during this, it's March Madison. this is really the only time that it counts when you when you really get hot as a team. And I really like. South Carolina coming in as an underdog because they don't have the pressure on them. They don't have the pressure on them that these other prestigious programs have because they haven't been to the Final Four, really, even the national championship before, have they?
1: This, this is the first time, well, if, if they can squeak by Gonzaga. First yeah. of all, that's, that's, we could that's see it. We could see a battle of the Carolinas in the championship. Maybe a little Outer Banks versus Murder Beach. You know, you, we could see that in a championship. North versus South. North versus South. Yeah, however you want to look at it. It could happen if they can get by Gonzaga. And I think Gonzaga, you know, both of them's got good coaches. Frank Martin's been uh, getting quotes left and right all over the internet, but for a good reason. He's a good coach. Mark Few for Gonzaga is a good coach. Uh, Nadia Williams I think it's gonna come down to their play you know Gonzaga's got good guards good big men consistent all over the the floor with their offense but South Carolina remind, reminds me a little bit of WVU in exactly. the sense that they're they're very scrappy so yeah. I think it'll be a good game though and
0: yeah and that's that's honestly why I like South Carolina in that matchup because you take our game as the Mountaineers versus uh, Gonzaga and we shot terribly from the field and we only lost by three points. So, if you get a team that can worst play Worst we shot same, all year. Yeah. That's why I'm feeling good about next year. I'm feeling good. Exactly. Got a lot of people coming back. But, yeah, that's that's why I like South Carolina against them. So,
1: so, so quick picks. I already know we made our picks and our picks are out. But I'm going to make a quick pick for the Final Four. I'm going to take, even though I want to see South Carolina, I'm taking North Carolina versus Gonzaga. And I'm taking the Tar Heels and Roy Williams to win it all.
0: Honestly, I'm going to go with the same thing, man, because UNC is a prestigious program. Even though I like the, the Cinderella story, but... You know, how often that happens is, is very rare, so I got to uh, go hey, with Hey,
1: last time a 7 seed won was UConn, and it was just a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but they did have Shabazz Napier, so. That's true. We'll see what happens. We'll keep up to you with March Madness, come back with a recap. Like I said, our Mounties lost. We weren't right, but it was a great season, and March Madness is always fun, so you can see what happens. Yep. But Muff, the Washington Post reported spiders could eat all the humans in a year and still be hungry. <laughs> the- <laughs> what (laughs) that kind
0: of that geeks me out man like so this 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 is a rambling story this goes back to like uh older days when i was um i want to say i was about 10 years old went to the movies with my mom my my uh, my older cousin rather we went to see this movie called eight-legged freaks i don't even want to talk about it long story (laughs) long story short right We, we leave the movie theater come back and there's a spider as we open the door that just dangles down and lands on my head, and I'm just flipping out because I'm thinking it's the end of the world now after seeing that movie. So I don't want to talk about this either.
1: I'm not going to lie, man. I hate spiders. I don't see snakes daily, but I would take a snake. I would take any animal you could think of over a little spider, and I don't care how small it is. I'm standing on the couch. You seen the first time when we thought there's a spider behind her three years ago in her apartment. Yeah. That I'm was... standing on the couch. I'm standing on the kitchen table. I'm not getting near it. And if and it's a golden rule. If it goes, if you find a spider in your room mm-hmm. or anywhere near a room, when I was little, I wouldn't go back to that room. Yeah, you gotta. Stay you got You there. gotta. You gotta vacate for. They're like seven now paying days. rent in the right. room. Right, you gotta wait it out. Um, but yeah, that's that's scary, man. I hate spiders, so if I I'm can't over. if I can't talk to it, I really don't want to associate
0: with it. So that's that's my opinion on bugs, insects. Arachnids, yeah. and all those other creepy crawlies.
1: Okay, um, another note: Dave Chappelle's got two new Netflix series out. I haven't got to see him yet. Are you excited to watch him? And yeah,
0: yeah, I haven't gotten to watch him yet. I'm still, um, I guess you could say, I'm flipping through his older series, but because I, I have his whole uh, his whole older series on uh on DVD, but I really can't wait to Man, sit you're down. You're old and-
1: school. You got him on the VHS, the DVD. I'm Rick
0: James. <laughs> No, but yeah, man. I, like, I'm excited to watch it. I love Dave Chappelle. I think he's hilarious, and he says some real stuff that nobody can, nobody else can put it in the way that he does to make people really laugh about it. To really and, catch
1: it, also on some serious terms. But exactly. how do you, how do you feel? He's been, I guess, he's been catching some heat from different, uh, for different things. Mm-hmm. Where, where's the the guideline of taking it too far, and then it's a joke? You know,
0: I mean, in this society, there's there's really no red line there's no median point there's people that are, that are always going to take it too far there's people that are always going to not go as far as they need to but it, we need the people that are going to take it further than what people really expect because that's how you allow more stuff to to happen you know so allow people to be more free to talk about certain topics
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and i think i think especially with him talking about it in a comedy way it makes people more open to the the fact that okay maybe this is actually real you know i can laugh about it you know how people laugh about bad situations after they've already happened. Right. So I think that's that's kind of like a gateway for other people to be able to talk right. about certain topics.
1: Right. Right. Um. Still haven't listened to Drake fully yet. Amazing. But I did hear that new Kendrick track.
0: That was a tough track. What do April, you think about? April
1: April seventh, man. That's all I'm gonna say. He's gonna come out with some heat. <laughs> and that Drake, you're gonna like it still, but you're gonna forget about it a little bit after that. Yeah. Um. Joey's also dropping on April seventh, so that's cool. A lot of music come around. Donnie T, or Donnie Trump, declined to throw a first pitch at the Nationals game on opening day because of conflicts, a.k.a. he probably didn't want to get booed, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he, had a, maybe he had a dinner or something. I don't know. But I don't know if you saw the, the pitch 50 Cent through last year. Who do you think would have a worse opening pitch, Donald Trump or 50 Cent? Uh,
0: I got to go with Donald Trump just because he's Donald Trump. Like, you know, I, I just... I'm not gonna voice my vocal opinion on it, but I just feel like he's gonna have a worse throw. Um, but at the same time, that 50 cent
1: throw—50 cent was horrendous, utterly but atrocious. I, I, I'm just gonna go and say both of them will never be a, an MLB pitcher. That's safe to say. We, we could, we could bet the bank on that. That's safe to say. We'll, we'll stay out of politics. I don't want to get in
0: politics. No, did you see the, the Raiders moving to Las Vegas? I did see that. What do you what do you
1: think about that? I'm I'm wondering if uh if they'll have some slot machines in the game. Or are you gonna be able to bat in the game? What's 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 gonna change? It's gonna be crazy, you know. Yeah, and
0: I actually saw something where uh, Marshawn Lynch. I think he was trying Marshawn's to come back. Tr-
1: they're, they're they're trying to Bruce trying to recruit him. Everyone's trying to recruit him back.
0: And see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like if he if they were still in Oakland, I think he would want to play. But now they're moving to Las Vegas. I think it's gonna be a little bit different because I feel like he wanted to go back and play for his hometown for a little bit. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, anytime someone retires, they're talking about Ben Rosberg retiring. He ain't retiring. But I feel like once you retire, it's tough to get back. I don't know that. I don't have that perspective because I've never been in the league. But That's
0: very true. And luckily, we have somebody that we're going to be talking to today luckily, that's in the league.
1: <laughs> luckily, we do. We got someone in the household today. We got Najee Good from the Philadelphia Eagles and WVU alumni in the house. But, Mark, before we do that, uh-huh. I want to I shout out all our listeners overseas and I want to shout out Kevin Jones for a great interview last week and everyone that listened to it and tuned in from Russia and everywhere overseas. And also, Nicole, Mo, and Kwame, they they all been hitting <laughs> me up from different parts of the world and said they've been tuning in from Saudi Arabia, Malaysia, um, Ghana. So that, that's really cool to, to, to know that our podcast is getting... Whether it's three people or ten people, people is hearing it from all over the world and not just Morgantown, West Virginia.
0: And that's that's kind of the cool thing about the internet nowadays, Like you can reach anybody anywhere. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty cool thing that we have fans all over the world now. So that's awesome, man. Shout out to them and shout out to Kev again, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> We're going to bring Najee in. And uh, last year he finished second on the team in um, special team tackles. And he recently just signed another contract to play with the Eagles this year. So yeah. It's lit.
0: All right, well, uh, Najee, man, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for tuning into our podcast if you're uh, just now tuning in. Um, but, yeah, Najee, he's the first in-house podcast guest, so we really appreciate that. And it's we're breaking ground, man. Hopefully we'll get some more <laughs> people up in here and really turn it up, man. Back to the stomping grounds.
1: Ba- back to the stomping grounds in Morgantown. But coming from Cleveland, man, Yeah. tell yeah, me you yeah. weren't a Browns fan growing up. I was by default. Oh. Uh, had to be.
2: Uh, had to be. You know, birthplace of football. If you're from there and you're from the birthplace, you know, you got to love pound. it. Dog pound. You got to love it.
1: First things first, didn't get to tell you yesterday. I want to tell you today. Um, Day one lights out on the podcast. We want to um, congratulate you on the Thank recent you. news of uh, engagement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Uh, you thought we were going to talk about the contract. No, man. <laughs> we were.
0: Uh, as Badia said, man, you got to lock it down. Clink, clink, baby. <laughs> we
2: we want to congratulate you on that. Oh, yeah, man. Happy about that. Yeah. It's yeah. The next life. You know, I mean, next chapter of life, you know. But, yeah, man. Uh,
1: So, growing up from Cleveland, you a Cavs fan? You a LeBron fan?
2: Yeah, I'm a Cavs fan. I ain't going to lie, man. I like the 76ers because I'm in Philly, who wasn't an AI fan. But, you know, you growing up with LeBron, watching LeBron do is the freak athlete. Actually, you know, my brothers played against him. So I've seen him in person, you know, I've seen him do his work and do damage
0: on the court. Nah, you, you don't got to call him out, but did you ever see them get posterized back in the day? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> actually nah. I mean, that's why LeBron up there, man. That dude is an animal, man. I ain't
2: never seen him get dunked on. I done seen him, you know, crisscross left and right, but I, done seen, <laughs> I,
1: done, I ain't never seen him get dunked on. And, and, and you played it. You played high school. You played football. You played track. You did track. Yeah, I ran track, yeah. And you did. You played basketball, right? Yeah. So what made you focus in on football?
2: Man, I come from a long lineage of football. Uh, A lot of people know now because, you know, I've been there, but my father played for the Eagles. We were the first father-son combo. Um, You know, my brothers played ball. My grandfather played ball. My uncles actually, you know, they, like, third or fourth in scoring in basketball at our high school. So, you know, they they, they, uh, set the bar pretty high. But uh, football was just easy, man. It was a lot easier. To run and go hit somebody than to move around them. <laughs> so.
0: Okay, so so of course you you play linebacker. Um, were there any other positions that you thought you might have been better at, but then you man, kinda... I was a QB for real.
2: I was. I was a quarterback in high school, man. I actually my last game playing quarterback, I threw for like 350 yards, had three touchdowns, one running for like 70, and then that just got shot out the air when I <laughs> gained like 40 pounds.
0: That's all right though, but it's kind of cool to see like those those skills translate though because if you know if you're not familiar with football, the quarterback of course is the the leader of the offense, and then they call the linebacker the leader of the defense. So oh, yeah. You kind of just switch sides and now you're still in the, basically the same role. You're just not throwing
1: the ball.
2: To the dark side, man. Got yes, go so. to go. Yep.
1: So you come you come to West Virginia University. Um, were you looking at any other schools?
2: Yeah, I was actually looking to go to Virginia Tech, uh, Cincinnati. Uh, I had some MAC schools that was. Uh, Pressing me real hard. But uh, West Virginia just felt like home, man. I took a visit, fell in love with it, fell in love with the people here. At the time, they had just beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Blew them out, you know, that was a crazy game. You know, a late run at the end, but everything just felt right, man, and it's falling in place. So since it it is like home, man, how does it feel to be back here for a couple days? Oh, it's live, man, you know, just doing stuff around town, Uh, being involved with the businesses downtown, and being involved with the university, man, it's been paying a huge dividend.
1: And uh, another reason that you're in town is for a company that you you guys have, you and Grant, um, are also part of. Could you explain a little bit how you do that when you're not playing for the Eagles and you're off the field and what what VPO exactly is? Uh,
2: VPO is is a platform, man. What it does is social media, you know, it's uh, the next step of what social media is going to be, and it monetizes, you know, each individual user's social media platform, and it gives them – you know, in a way better scope and range to become more in interactive and involved with their audience. And the main thing that I've been doing in the, you know, off-season and off the field is do the same thing I do on the field, man, is devote my time and energy towards it. You know, you know, you take you know smaller breaks and everything like that, but uh, prioritizing, you know, what I gotta do and just having fun, man, it's been a fun adventure and it's been a fun ride. And, when you know something works, it's kind of hard to stop it. So, so, that's what I've been doing.
0: Okay, cool. That's pretty cool. I know you uh, noticed. You said um, you you take like shorter breaks. So, is that like in season as well? Like in season, are you just focused on football, or is there like any time where you're kind of focused on business as well, trying to build that? So, like, what's your what's your kind of like juggling? Uh,
2: oh yeah, practices? football is always it's you know it's priority because it's you know that's my first love and what I like to do and that's it's nothing you know that's that's what I do and you know people always say you know it's not a job and it doesn't define you you know but it's it's a passion and I can't I can't sit here and say that it's not my job and it is my passion you know it's not my passion because it is it's everything that I encompass man and it's it's you know it's allowed me to open doors to do you know things that you know I'm able to do right now and during season this ball this ball and off season, is football you know just you know everything kind of just fell into place
1: speaking of football let's talk a little football draft in the fifth round by the buccaneers now this is going to be your fifth year with the eagles for yep. 50 year with the eagles um we're excited to see what stride you make in this upcoming year of course like i said i know two years ago you was third on the team in special team tackles um Last year you were second on the team in the special team tackle. I think I might have been tied, man. They yeah, they might have yeah, jipped you on, they jipped me going, man. Um, how do you <laughs> feel now, now that, that that you got the deal done? Is it easier to focus on on the season now? Oh hell
2: yeah, man! It's, it's easier just to you know get back around the same group of guys, and we got a team that we building, man. And our head coach, you know, Coach Peterson, he a beast. He a former player. We are surrounded by good coaches and uh, special teams. Our special team coordinator, you know, we had the number one special team unit for the past three years. Uh, you know, we go out there and we compete, man. And it's, it's, you know, I've been around a group of guys that's, you know, they animals, man. They dogs on the field, and that's that's why I chose to stay there.
1: Okay, and uh, we got a couple Twitter questions for you. One was from uh, at Gino Aquilino. He wants to know um, if you can answer this. He says, "What was the biggest difference between Chip and Doug?"
2: The biggest difference between Chip and Doug is that um, I would say, you know, just no disrespect to chip and you know anything like that but doug was a former player so you know he he got a, di- a little different feel for the game and he got a different feel for the locker room and you know it's uh it's a um more so players mentality being around that and being around you know a former player just like if you had you know any type of coach or any any type of you know teacher that's you know going through the same situation more relatable and uh you know it's it's and the fact that he's been there in philly but uh Chip was, you know, a high-speed guy. Doug is more so, you know, concentrated on the fo- football, of the process of everything. And I mean, it's been successful. We just got to, you know, tune up some things in the, on our
0: team, and we're going to be straight. Okay, so now we have a, uh, another Twitter question from MC Slips. And then um, they want to know, how did you balance studying industrial engineering while being a premier athlete because that's a very tough major and of course being a d1 athlete especially at a university like this is very tough so what was it like to balance those two aspects together
2: uh it was it was it was it was hard at first man i ain't gonna lie like uh a lot of people don't even know i ain't taking english like my senior year junior year because you ain't got to really write papers for it you know, you know, engineering. You go over there calculating and doing all these theories and queries and all that kind of stuff like that. But I mean, it was it was cool, man. It was it wasn't that bad because of the help that I had. But um, it was I mean, for the most part, I had the dude that played in front of me, Reed Williams. He got like straight A's. Mm-hmm. And I used to see Reed partying all the time, and I'm like, "How the hell is Reed partying is all the West time?" Is that West Virginia
1: in him, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm like,
2: "Yo, this is, it, it has to be possible." Like this dude is the coolest dude on campus. He know everybody, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff like that. And what I got, what I got out of it, you know, just watching him, it was just when he it was time to do his work, you know, he would do his work, and then after that, everything else was just like, you go home, do your work. It might be a few hours a day, it might be 30 minutes a day, but you know, I got a good scope of that, and. I was able to do it and get it done, man. And everything else was just, you know, concentrate on ball, and you know, from from that, I just took that over into what I'm doing now.
0: Okay. You know, I was about to say, I know that that probably translates to you being able to run your business and playing football as well. And then uh, I guess the second part of his question was, let's say you know you end up retiring or you get into you know some some kind of conflict into your um, your football career. Do you ever consider going back into the industrial engineering uh, field, or do you kind of just want to run your business as it's going right now?
2: Oh, uh, that's what I kind of—that's why I kind of got into it. Because industrial engineering is a compass of all all forms of engineering. It focuses on logistics and spe- uh, specifics of like certain jobs and processes, but it, you really can do a lot with it. And and if I, you know, I will continue to run my jobs, but you know. You know, where where I might be able to do something better. I might be able to figure something out. I can always reach back into that industrial engineering or reach back to them contacts, that, you know, to help me out.
1: Um, and some something, something that you pointed out earlier, um, I did want to get to was how your dad played for the Eagles also. I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that you guys were the first combo for the Eagles, uh, son and uh, father. Yeah. To play for the Eagles. Yeah. How, how cool is that, that, you know, you started out at Tampa Bay, now you found a home in Philadelphia, and the fact that your
2: dad was on the Eagles too. Man, it's cra- it's actually crazy, because how our careers lined up is like, you know, until, you know, my third or fourth year old my dad, they with like a lockout and getting hurt and everything like that from the first, back in the late 80s. Uh, you know, I was drafted to, in the fifth round, he was drafted in the fifth round. I played for another team, he played for another team. And then our second year, we both played for the Eagles. And it was like, I mean, if it wasn't destined, and I don't know what it was because, you know, I got there and my dad explained to me about the city, told me about the fans, the vet, everybody getting crazy at the games. And I wind up in the same circumstance. I look around and I'm just like, damn, maybe I should start listening to my dad. You know, he, yeah. he know what he's talking about. But it was real, man. It's it's, it's crazy because, like, you know, they, the Eagles, you know, the, the whole Philadelphia organization walking me with open arms. And, it's love there it's, You know it's, it's, it's fun being a part of that You know the team
1: What was the one movie I can't think of it Vince Popalic
2: Oh yeah, I know Vince what, probably. What, what Invincible. Invincible,
1: Invincible. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Man, you could tell how. Pa- I mean, I know it's just the movie,
2: but oh hell yeah, we you, still do that. We still. A, hell, you yeah. get
1: a sense how passionate the fans are in Philadelphia, like you
2: know. Yeah, man, they they go they go crazy, man. They definitely up for the games, you know. We sold out for like the next four years of season ticket holders.
1: That's
2: what I mean. It's, it's love. I mean, it's it's, it's it reminds me a lot of here at Morgantown because you know the, it's everything that they look forward to, and you got the east side of the state. You know, goes towards, you know, everything with Philly. Yeah. They're involved with, you know, the Eagles. they involved with the Phillies. they involved with the hockey. they involved with the Flyers. You know, all that type of stuff. And, it's, and it's, it's, it's huge as far as, you know, what we do in the city and how we're able to give back. And that's how it was when I was here. You know, we don't got no sports, you know, professional teams. Ain't sports, and yeah. It's like, yeah. it's all love. So. When
1: you guys were at WVU and you played in the Orange Bowl that year, like, that that was the Super Bowl for for anyone that lives in West Virginia. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah I mean, just being live. honest, it really is. Yeah, that's what was live, man. Yeah. But well, yeah, man, like I said, we we hope you have a good uh, good season this year. Continue success. Now, Muff over here, I know you don't know this, but he, he's a he's a quote unquote food expert, okay? Um <laughs> Don't ask how we know this. We, got some, we got some insight. We got some insight. <laughs> Susha. We have some insight from you. Your first job was at a cheese factory.
2: Man. How
1: y'all know that? Uh, you, you ever see Nardwar? We're, we're turning to Nardwar. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> don't know yeah. how we know. My you first we, and worst. And I know you guys can't see this on the podcast. We're not like Narwar though. We, we didn't take it to the extreme and, and hand him a piece of cheese or nothing. <laughs> but what was the best kind of cheese? Did you did you ever try any? Did you just Bro, package what? it up?
2: Nah, we actually packaged it up, man. But that was a crazy situation, man. I got that job because my dad wanted me to work, man. He was just trying to teach me about manual labor. Man, I worked that job for four days. I worked that job for four days in the cheese factory with no buildings, a huge refrigerator and like six or seven vats of cheese and uh, I ain't going to knock the cheese industry because it's good cheese, (laughs) but like, yo, that job, man, what? That job, it was crazy and the best type of cheese I had? All of it, yeah. <laughs> all of them, man. It was, uh, yeah, I, uh, we had Sargento and all that. We we focused on more so branding and branding packaging. And it was like, it was crazy, man. I used to get up, man, wake up every morning at like 6 in the morning and s- stay in the factory from like 8 to 10 at night. And after like the third day of doing it, I'm like, yo, I gotta go to prom. I'm trying to go out here and party. I'm trying to go out and have fun with my friends. I don't see nobody. I came back every day smelling funky. My mama kicking me out to, you need to go wash up, wash it. And I'm like, yo, hell no, I can't do this, bro.
0: That's funny. So I guess with you being in Philly, I'm, I'm a foodie, man. And you working in the in the cheese factory, man. What type of cheese do you like on your cheese steaks? They're, cheese they're, they're famous for their what's cheese steaks. Geno's and, and Pets? Yeah. What's the-
2: I was here. But yeah. I've never been See, Geno's and Pats done got so commercial. You know, they kinda like they haven't lost any of their flavor. You gotta go there either right when they open up or you gotta go there towards the end when it's dying down. Cause during throughout the day it's too packed, it's too crowded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like if you wanna find it, Geno's or Pats, I would say you go to Geno's. But if you wanna go to a nice spot, it's a spot right off twentieth Street, man. In like in South Philly, kinda like in the hood, but not really. It's like, you know, it's it's ducked off.
0: What's the best food places though?
2: It's uh best food places, man. No, I'm
0: those those are the, best, those fo- the best, best food. Oh yeah, places. those are the best food places.
2: <laughs> oh hands down, man, hands down. They got I forgot what it's called because like you really can't even tell when you pull up. You don't it don't even look like nothing. But they got a hot they got a hot kitchen right there. They flip them over and provolone, provolone okay. on, on the cheese steak. Then you get the pizza sauce, Ooh. The
0: toasted bread. Butter that thing up. <laughs> yeah, see, I love the <laughs> butter on there. But just last <laughs> last episode, we were talking about PB and J's, and I talk about I had to toast it and butter it up
1: just oh, a yeah. little bit first. Nah, gee, that's what um I read an article on the NBA. Supposedly, that's like a big thing now. Is before the games, a lot of the NBA players are seeing just PB and J's. They got all types of breads, different types of you know yeah. everything. Is that some? Is that an NFL thing too?
2: Man, what you got to do is eating PB and J. I seen a dude come in with Wendy's. I seen dudes come in with pasta. You man. I done ate before a game,
0: Golden Corral. It's everything. There did. <laughs> there did. So do you see anybody on the on the Ocho Cinco diet with McDonald's every day? Nah
2: man, I ain't gonna lie. Actually Nah nah nah, nah not not every day. You
1: ain't gotta add up
0: you ain't got to you ain't gonna <laughs> yeah, call yeah, it out. You know I mean?
1: <laughs>
0: All right, so I guess uh I guess a couple of quick hitters for you, man. Um, So, when you are, we already went to the pregame ritual, so when you're off the field and non-business uh, non-business, and you're just kind of relaxing, what are your, like, I guess top three hobbies to do? What do you just like to do to relax or what do you like to do
2: to have fun? Uh, As of lately, man, I've been getting into reading a lot just because of, you know, just different information. Man, I'm a Gemini, so, you know, it's always that conflict of two minds and infinite knowledge. But I've been trying to read a lot of stuff, man. I've been trying to actually get involved with, you know, um, different things, you know, spiritually and physically to help out my performance on the football field. And I love to draw all the tattoos I got, you know, I drew actually myself. And uh, I used to have a car that I worked on when I used to live in Tampa, just cause you know, weather was better. I used to have a Mustang Shelby Mustang with Cervini kit on it and I do all of that stuff. But that's pretty much, man, my main things is drawing, uh, Draw, I draw, read, and just chill, man.
1: When you was in Tampa, did you did you ever like go to the um, the ocean or did you fish or anything like that? But oh yeah,
2: yeah. I learned how to play golf, man, which I still suck at. Man, I ain't even gonna sit here and lie handicap, probably on the hundred. But uh, <laughs> nah, I mean like when I when I was out in Tampa, yeah, we used to go to Hogan's Beach. I met Hawk Hogan, and uh, I want to say her name is Morgan or oh, yeah, like his bad. daughter. Your daughter, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we'll say his daughter. I think it, I forgot, man. I, Went out there, bro, and like that's the first time I ever like jet ski and jetpack. I don't know if you ever seen them jetpack things, bro. Fell in love with that, and after I found out it was detrimental to the NFL safety, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm so,
0: so after you experiment with uh with jetpack and everything, have you ever gone skydiving?
2: Nah, but I'm definitely trying, and I'm definitely trying to one up skydiving, go halo jumping. If you ever heard of halo jumping, whoever I out there heard, I listening, heard of it. halo jumping is just like skydiving. You can do it. You jump. You can do the train to do it three or four times. When you Halo jump, you use a heads-up display helmet and you jump from like thirty thousand to forty thousand feet, and you gotta hit and you hit targets and and you, just, you pick out wherever you want to land. You get cameras to shoot everything that you see.
1: It's like the super bounce on Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This summer, hey,
0: this summer, man, we're gonna have to do a podcast where we go Halo jumping. Y'all have to tune in
1: for it we'll try, try to work yeah, that out. Man. Man. Yeah, let's try working that out. I never heard of it till today, but I'm down to do it. Um, on a, on a more serious note, you know, knowing that you you are trying to do business, you know, business on and off the field. Uh, what's what's something that you could you could give some advice to someone that's trying to do, you know, may, you know maybe have a goal of playing football or something like that. But what what would you give someone to not just focus on that and how you like we were talking before, um, how you got your own business too that you're trying to do.
2: I would say, man, the main thing. Um so I don't sound like too vanilla and playing. Everybody hears about like priorities and stuff like that, but uh, I would say more so inner focus is like, you know, man, do whatever make you happy. And playing football is what made me happy. It's, it's what, you know, gave me a release and a break and allowed me to do things that, you know, I was able to, I'm able to do now, but that's the main thing I focused on. And like too many times people get put stress on things that, you know, they don't realize that doesn't make them happy so like you know people can say like oh yeah i'm gonna prioritize and get this stuff done but like you don't even want to do that like you don't want to go there and do this and you don't want to go there and do that and you don't want to do this but you know i mean that that you know so that's not important so if doing if if drawing makes you happy and you want to draw and you play ball you play sports and you got to get this stuff done Find a way to get it done. Find a way to actually focus on, you know, what you like to draw or what you like to build. And then if playing football, which makes me the most happy playing ball. When, I, when I'm able to play ball and I'm able to get that down, I'm able to go work out, I'm able to go set up my days. You know, after I do all of that stuff, I have time to draw. I got time to read. I got time to focus on other businesses. And after that, you know, the schedule kind of map out itself.
0: So I guess uh, you saying like chase your passions. Um, was there ever a point where you didn't believe in your passions? Or was there ever a point where you were like, man, I, sh- I should probably be doing something else, but then...
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's time. Yeah, it's time. It's, uh, it's always time. Like, the first time I got released... Or the first time I got waived and traded. When I got waived, man, I was like, you know... It wasn't that I didn't think that I wanted to do it. It was just like, damn, I got hit with adversity. And, you know, I was a walk-on. So, you know, I had to pay for my whole first year. And I, I wasn't able to do some of the things that other dudes was able to do as far as money-wise and stuff like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't like that was driving you know, my passion as far as what I like to do. But it was something that I was able to see that made the people that was able to do things like go do certain things and and focus on other things they like to do that made them happy. I couldn't do it unless I was able to play, you know, be a better football player, be a better, you know, artist, be a better, you know, entrepreneur with the business that I do now, just like, you know, on the radio, doing everything you gotta do to make sure this is set up. So I just did them and just stuck to it and did it. when I got to the league, you know, Play, you know, hit pension and everything like that. And now that you know, people are you know becoming more and you know more aware. And and as I'm starting to do things, it's able to let me do as you know open doors.
1: So I guess you could say time management is very key. Hell yeah,
2: <laughs> it's it's it sound plain of vanilla. Not you know I don't even want to say it like that, but it is, man. Time management, but time management based upon the individual is like the main thing.
1: Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, no um, doubt, man. You you got anywhere you want to plug social medias? Um, I know you did a football camp. but You had a football camp in Cleveland for a while. Yeah, I had play? a
2: football camp. Uh, we actually, I just had you know um, had my daughter. So her birthday was actually you know it's our birthday. She was born on my birthday, oh, so it's kind of crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, so you know we. Uh, kind of held it off of this year, but I'm going to have it going every year. It's a good to great football camp. We work with like Jam Sports and like over 3,000 kids. My father, father won Pop Warner, Muni League football in Cleveland. So we're trying to give back, man, and just build up some simple stuff, like to start, you know, simple teachings and letting kids do what they got to do. Cause you know, kids that are less fortunate, they're not focused on, you know, their passion. They focused on, you know, what they got to do to, you know, to, to get to wherever they got to go. So we're trying to, you know, you know, you know know cross some of them bridges for them so they can go ahead and, and, and do what they need to do and do what they want to do. So I got a football camp that I run, and uh, we do like a little – we do our, our football camp is different. It's two to three days where we come in and actually show them some of them techniques and skills, give them some stuff, and then let them go rip and run. So that's what we're building on now, and in the future we'll have some –
0: Was um, there, like, a website they can go to for that? Or do you have, like, any uh, social media or anything they could follow you at?
2: Oh, yeah, it's uh, good to great The website is good to greatcom and and we we still building on it right now. It's still in the development stage. But if you just get general information, that's that's what it's on.
0: It's lit.
1: Thank you all for tuning in to Day One Lifestyle and Friends, the podcast episode four. Make sure you subscribe to us. You know, drop a rating if you think we're good. If you think it's terrible, put that one star for us to let us know. Any feedback is welcome. Honestly. And uh, we thank you a lot.